Okay. What up, guys? Welcome to episode 12 of the You Don't Care Bro podcast. Sorry, guys, it's been fucking too long. One of the reasons why I haven't um, done an episode in a while is because I was gone. I was in uh, Australia and I was in Hawaii, and then it was the holidays. And then last week I did one and fucking something happened. I lost the episode. But I am back with episode 12, guys, of the You Don't Care Bro podcast. And guys, I'm going to do one once a week now. I'm not going to let you guys down. Um, But if I don't do it, blame my dad. Because that's the way my dad was. He used to promise us shit and never never came through. So if I don't come through, just blame my dad. Don't blame me. I have a special guest for you guys. A good friend of mine, a comedian, a good dude, Mr. Carlos Loma, and a fellow Rams fan. What up, brother? Como estas hoy? What's up, man? Make sure you press record this time. <laughs> it's on. We're looking. You see it right there. We've been on for man, a minute. Man, we had bro. a good discussion last week, yeah. and I was like, oh, like, pumped up and everything, and... Hey, bro, guess what happened, bro? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what happened, bro. I don't know if it, it did record. I'll tell you that. It did record. I don't know if it was like when I was trying to save it, something happened. But it was my bad, bro. It was like the it was like the referee referee call from the Rams and Saints. I see it. I see. I see it. I, see it. I fucking blew it, dog. I blew it. The fucking Super Bowl, bro. The Super Bowl is next week. Not even next week. The Super Bowl was in six days, bro, in Atlanta, Hotlanta. And uh, oh, I'm kind of nervous, bro. I know I'm not playing, but I'm nervous, bro. I'm excited nervous. I'm excited nervous. I I don't know. I have a good feeling the Rams are going to they're gonna, um, do, have an upset. Yeah, me too. I think, I think the Rams are going to win. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I think they're going to win by maybe a little bit less than a touchdown. Uh, and let's just hope fucking for that miracle, bro. I just think the the Rams have more energy and they're like they're determined, you know. I, um, that's how it's been the whole the whole season, dude. Kind of like not only from this season but the previous season. Kind of like destiny type of shit. It, well, yeah, once they had uh, the the coach, uh-huh. you know, he just changed everybody's attitude, and he 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 just has a different energy. Everybody has a different energy uh, now and stuff. You know, everybody's on board. Like nobody's an individual and shit. I feel like uh, the Rams are the right and perfect team to end the dynasty, bro. Because the Rams are the team that started the dynasty. When the when the Patriots beat the Rams in two thousand and one, seventeen years ago, but so, the, so we're the we're the perfect the Rams are the perfect team to fucking end that shit, dog. What well, it, it was um yeah no the it Patriots was in 2001. won the the game was in two thousand and two but right. the, the the season was two thousand and one the Patriots beat the Rams so we started that dynasty the winning dynasty for the Patriots was the Rams because they right. beat us. So now, well, the right it, team it wasn't my shit. team at that time. It wasn't my team at that time either, but since they're my team now, that was my team back then. No, I don't even, I just, I don't know them. Like, those are, that's the kind of like the kids that you'd want to forget about them. Shit. Nah, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like if you have a girlfriend. If you're, you're, dude, I'm not saying you have a girlfriend, but let's just say it's like you have a girlfriend right now. And one of her deals comes up to you and say... Hey, and, and her quinceanera, estaba más, estaba más de, estaba más de, and that's your chick back then. That was your chick. You're not no. going to say, you're not going to say, you're not going to say, ah, chinga su madre, güey. No la conocía antes. No, you, you, you fucking come with all the baggage, bro. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> when the Rams were here back in the 
Bueno, no, es Carne, so it was a white girl. Uh -huh. Se fue con un white boy, pues. Uh -huh. They were white, they were with a white boy. And then when they went to St. Louis, they went with a negro. <laughs> and now they're with a fucking Mexican? They're with a Mexican dude. Well, ya ves, you got to like her, bro. She uh, liked white guys, she was with a black dude. And now she's a Mexican. That's your lady, dog. You have to protect your lady, that's, bro. Uh, it's like she, she, wasn't, she was like drinking. She was like, got so many DUIs over there. Uh -huh. And now, you know, she sobered up. And yeah, she, <laughs> I, that's fucking funny, bro. But... When she was with the, according to your analogy, when she was with the black dudes, the black dudes gave her the ring. Because that's the only time they had the ring. The Super Bowl was when they, they, they played in St. Louis. So yeah. your lady right now, your lady right now has a ring from black dudes. Right. But that fool never married her. We're going to marry her. Oh, okay. okay we're okay. committed. I'm committed to her right now. Okay. She's the one. I love my Rams. Well, with the white people, the black people, I love them, bro. The Rams, I'm going to say, even back then, they were my Rams. I don't know. I, once they left um, L.A., uh -huh. um, I, I was like, I'm done. And then the Raiders, I, I never liked Raiders because, you know, they were all, to me, they were always associated with uh, Cholos and all that shit. You know what I hate, food? I hate, uh, <clears throat> I was a Bears fan. I hate people that are, oh, you were a Bears fan. <laughs> Who cares? I was a Bears fan. I've been a Rams fan since 2016 when they came back. That's it. I'm L.A. everything. I can't be fucking L.A. everything and not root for my fucking team. Well, it's kind of like, a, like I was going for the Chargers too, right? Yeah. They moved to L.A., so yeah. I'm going to give them a chance, right? So, you know, I post like, hey, I yeah, hope the Chargers win and all that stuff, right? Oh, man, you can't go go for two two teams. You can't have... And these are my friends, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean they can't go? I can't go for two teams, fool. Like, you have a girlfriend and a wife. Yeah, what the fuck? I know, asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, but it's always like the ignorant. Nah, I don't even want to say ignorant. I just want to say those. Like right now, it's annoying. Oh, it's all about the Raiders. I'm like, they're not playing, dog. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not playing. Yeah. It's all about Raider Nation. Where is this nation? Yeah. Do you need a, a green card for that shit? Right. Because right. right now, there's no. They don't have no, no um, home. They're the homeless Raiders the right homeless now. Homeless Raiders. Two things the Raider fans don't cheat on. The Raiders. And they're fucking barber. That's it. They're loyal. Raider fans are loyal to the Raiders and to their barber. Pero su vieja no. Su vieja no. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. La vieja, their family, their job, all that shit. They don't give a fuck. But their fucking barber and the fucking Raiders. They're fucking loyal to them, bro. And, uh, yeah, that's what I hate, bro. Oh, you were a Bears fan. I go, yeah, I was a Bears fan. But, dude, since 2016... I said, whatever team comes first, I'm going to become a fan. And the Rams came before the Chargers, so I'm a Rams fan now, dog. So, yeah. Toma to all you fucking haters. And I'll be at the Super Bowl representing, wearing my fucking Rams jersey. Maybe a Rams hat, maybe a Dodger hat, but I'll be representing. And you might go, bro. That's good. I might go if I don't get scammed and shit, so. <laughs> I'm going to cross my fucking fingers. I hope to see you there. I want to see a fellow Rams fan in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> what's the scam, bro? Or, or, or what's the deal? The deal is... You paid fucking... $1,500. You gave two weeks from the condina. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like the, the lady that... The, it's her number. Her yeah. name is the la condina. It's like, la chingada. And they fucking bound. You never see your tia again. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Fuck it, dog. But, uh, yeah, no, no. Hopefully, if everything goes through, then... I'll be there with you and shit. Anyway, uh, and, and major props to you for being fucking sober for over two years, right? Uh, uh, three years. Three years. Fuck, dog. That's fucking props, dog. That's, that's, Thank you, sir. That's, uh, 
that's one of the hardest things to do is is go fucking um, like right now i'm not eating sugar and i've been on the sh- the keto diet since august and to me it was hard starting off that was hard but now that i've been, I've been doing it for well august september october november december january february i'm going on my sixth month it's it's easy for me and i think uh because sugar, everything has sugar. You know right, what I mean? Right. For the keto diet, you can only have uh, two grams of sugar. And uh, I feel that it's harder to leave alcohol than to um, than uh, to anything. Uh, drugs and alcohol. But I'm only going to say alcohol because I don't do drugs. So I'm going to just say, and, and, and you're a sober alcohol too. Um, I think it's harder to do, to do that than to fucking, than to leave sugar. Um. And that's all I'm giving you fucking Well, you know, you're not going to get arrested for eating a Kit Kat and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... But, no, no, I appreciate that. Uh, it's, it was hard. It was hard. Not that I missed the taste of alcohol. It's just uh, alcohol uh, allowed me not to think about my, my emotions. Right. So... So you drank to forget. I didn't like dealing with my emotions. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, there's so much... The more you try to hide your emotions, the more um, they're getting they're getting louder and louder. Um, withdrawals, oh my god! Like people say, oh, you're, you're hungover and all this, and this. Like withdrawals are horrible, dude. Bro, bro, when you came to my house and we went to the Rams game, we went to the to the Rams Packer game, and that was like in uh, November, that way. Mm-hmm. And you came with a big ass bottle of water. Your fucking head hurt. You had your hat fucking low. And I go, I know this fucking Carlos on my right hand. That's <laughs> no, why I asked you, hey, wait, are you fucking hungover, bro? And you said, really, bro? Really, bro? I'm, my head hurts. I go, fuck. I don't know if you were having a withdrawal fucking. No, no, no. No, I have uh, migraines. I have a lot oh, of yeah, migraines. migraines. Migraines and headaches. And I, that's what happens. And that's another reason I, I was drinking a lot, too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the first year of being sober, dude, it was just it was that was the hardest emotionally, dude. I don't know, dude. I remember that the first thirty days, dude. I was like, damn, dude. If I drink, I'm gonna fucking die. Like that's how fearful I was of drinking. The first thirty days that you stopped drinking. Yeah, when I when I went to rehab, right? When I you know when I surrendered and all that stuff, and I was just like, I'm done. But emotionally, I was. I was fucking, I was broken, dude. I was a broken, and you know, um, that's it was a, it was um, it sucked, but it was a blessing as well, right? Because uh, I felt very lucky, you know, when people say, "Oh, you found God and all that stuff." I found a, I, I yes, I did find, but I found a relationship with God, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here trying to preach or anything, but it was, you know, I found that connection, and and um, I still have that connection. And I, and I have that higher power, and um, uh, you know, I I really it was kind of like even though I I lo- almost lost everything. Well, I lost my I almost try, well I tried to kill myself. <laughs> so, but I almost lost everything. The only thing I didn't lose was my um my house. Uh-huh. But um. <clears throat> when people say, "Oh, you know, just trust God, trust God," and I and I surrendered my will, and it was like the easiest, hardest thing I ever did, because everything started falling into place, uh-huh. and then we started everything emotionally, 
you know, I had to face it. And um, by even though, <laughs> but I was, I was grateful, dude. I was very grateful. You know, I start, started appreciating um, just waking up, you know, right. not hungover, <clears throat> not, a, you know. Tired. At my house. Yeah. You know, not under, like, I was waking up under bridges. I was waking up jail. I was waking up um, in my car or even getting pulled over and all that stuff. It's just like, you know, it's a vida de miserable. And, and when, when, when um, you, did you find God before you tried killing yourself or that was after? I, I mean, the concept of God was always there. Uh-huh. But and I, did you ask for help before you did that? When you, when you, before you fucking had that thought? Or, or, no. No? No. No, because, uh, well, I I didn't have a connection. Uh-huh. I didn't have a spiritual Because, you know, the, the, the Catholic Church, right, the right. Christian, the yeah, Diablo, yeah, 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 yeah. so I, I just, well, because my suicide didn't go through because uh, the not fucking ripped. Uh-huh. After that, that's when I fell to my knees and I said, "God, I'll do anything. I surrender." Uh-huh. And that's kind of like my friend came out of nowhere and he's like, "I'm gonna take you to the hospital." And I went to the VA, and that was my last thing because I, I didn't know where to go. So the right. Veterans Affairs was like the only place that I had. It was my last resort, so I went there. They told me about a program, and I was still reluctant, but um, but I was I was. My, I was just tired. I was fucking tired. Emotionally tired. Right. My body, <clears throat> you know, I, I was just fucking tired, dude. Tired of living that pinche vida miserable. And, and, dude, you said a key word. You said the not ripped fucking. To me, I'm, I'm not the most spiritual vato or, or, or nothing like that. But I feel like it was, it, of course, it, you live, you're living now. But it wasn't your time to go. And I feel like. What you do now, that was that was your like your calling, because you've helped me out through my rough times, right. and I don't think Carlos before that would have helped me out. I think I think what you're doing now, that's your. I'm not saying comedy is not your calling, but I'm just saying that what you're doing now, helping. I mean, I'm pretty sure you help up. You help a lot of people the way you helped me out. To me, the, what, what got me through my fucking shit was you and my cat. <laughs> That's what fucking meeting up with you, talking to you, texting you. That got me through all the shit I was going through, and that's and when you said that, I go, I was like, dude, that's what you were meant to do, dog. Well, I appreciate it. Um, well, I, I learned. I mean, I've I, I always been this person, uh-huh. but fucking the world beat it out of me, you know. Right, right. But um, uh, you know, I also learned compassion. I. I I, I learned um, empathy, and you know what? Like we're all human beings and stuff. Yeah. And um, doing things without expectations, mm-hmm. like you know, like people that post shit, like when they do kind random kind things, but they have to post them, they have to show them off. Right. You know, well, my God says, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be between me and him, whatever. Right. And that's that's what you do, you know. And uh, I don't. Not only that, but like my relationship with my parents were, was broken. Every, every relationship was broken because of alcohol. But now it's, everything's fixed? Everything's good, you know. Yeah. I'm still working with my brothers and, and my sister, but... Yeah, yeah, little by little. God's, God's time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel... I'm in the present now, mm-hmm. you know. 
Uh, before I was always dwelling on my past, my broken relationships. Right, you know, of course. And then um, I was always thinking about the future. Oh, I gotta make it in comedy. I gotta do this. This is this. Because I kind of said, I, I expected that being successful, that meant I was gonna feel better. And everything was gonna go away. Yeah, like, whoa, yeah, you know. And and that when I when I started thinking about everything, I was like, my priorities priorities were all fucked up, dude. Right. Like my family, I didn't even have my family in my top ten list. Everything was everything was about me and this and this. And um, I thought by getting making people laugh and all that stuff, like you'll say, people say, oh, mm-hmm. comedy therapy, right? Comedy therapy? No, it's not. It's therapy for them, but not for us. Yeah, yeah, it's not therapy. Well, yeah, for not us because yeah. at the end, we're still we're still fucked up. We're not dealing with right, it. Right. We're making people laugh and all that stuff. Right, right. And uh, when once you start talking about the truth, without trying to be funny, that's when it shit hits you. Like fuck. No, I I I, I agree, bro. And um, I also feel like when you're dealing with with, with shit. With personal shit, family shit, relationship shit, or the shit that you're fighting, um, it just drains you, dog. It drains the shit out of you. It drains you more than having an eight to five, dog. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying that's that will. Uh-huh. You have to surrender it, and right. people don't understand it. You know, uh, yeah, like your will, like whatever you want this chick to love you, uh, you know, or or uh, want to work, have a relationship work out, or you know, um, it is draining, dude. And I'm like, why? At the end, when you have that shit, you're not going to be happy. You know? Yeah. And, um, well, that's what ha- has happened to me and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I try to pursue somebody and, you know, send flowers and I did all that stuff, romantic stuff. But I, of course, I, I would always do that after I messed up, not right. before. Before, <laughs> right, right. Like, no, my thing is. Right, right. I remember, fool, you, you gave me this advice when I was going through my shit with my ex. Um, you told me. Because so in my situation, I was sleeping on the floor. I was sleeping on the floor. I, 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 I surrendered my bedroom, my master bedroom to her. I go, you know, you keep the fucking, uh, you keep the master bedroom. And I have a spare bedroom. And I never, I never wanted to buy a bed or I never wanted to buy a futon or anything that, not, nothing like that. Not because... Uh, I don't like sleeping on it. It's just that, to me, that would have been a sign that I gave up or that she won. You know? I say, you know what? If I do that, she's going to be like, oh, I won. So I I used to sleep on the floor, bro. Like, for a whole year, I fucking slept on the floor, dog. <laughs> fucking. And, and I mean... When you when you when when you when you get older, sleeping on the floor, fuck, it's tough, dog. You know, you're not young anymore, and fucking. And I remember one time you told me, you said that, uh, hey, fool, pray, pray, dude, every morning, pray. He goes, you know what you told me? You told me this. You know what's a good thing? No, you know how you remember to pray? You said, put your car keys underneath the bed, and then when you go for the for to reach for the keys, you're already on your knees, and that's when you start praying. Yeah. And I fucking told you, bro, I don't even have a fucking bed to throw the car keys on. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking bed, dog. And then you say, well, fucking pray laying down, dog. 
On the floor, bro. I think Allah is calling you there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you told me that, I'm like, fuck, dog. No, but I appreciate you fucking helping me out because you helped me out a lot, dog. And all the shit that you told me to do or how to go through it, it fucking worked. It fucking worked, dude. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the, I'm not, right now where I'm at um, is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But right now where I'm at, that's not where I saw myself at. I, I, to me, what I wanted back then, I wanted to be with my chick still. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now all the shit that you, you told me, oh, you, you, you're going to do do this, and if, if you do that, and, and, and it, it all worked. It all worked. I think I'm a better person now. It's um, um, I was all stressful and all fucking, uh, all crazy. Was I felt like a crackhead, dog. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, because that when you go through a breakup, dude, it is kind of like a drug, dude. You know, no, doesn't matter how miserable you are, you, 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 she, you know, like, you just want, like, she could treat you like shit, dude, and, and if she says hi to you, oh my gosh, she said hi to me, yeah, that's my fix. Yeah. And then you uh, fucking take off, and you're like, oh, fuck, I need to talk to her. She, and she ignores you, ignores you, ignores you, and then they, they say, the man don't fit shit like one of your fucking pictures, dude, or you, whatever, dude. Uh-huh. And you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, little <laughs> shit like that used to get me fucking happy as fuck, though. You know? Uh, yeah, I, that that happened. Well, the thing is, is also, too, like, what happened with men, dude, men, we don't really... We're told from a, as a kid to shut up. You're a boy, you don't cry. Yeah. You're a man, you don't cry, you don't cry. So you're, basically, you're, your emotions, like, fuck your emotions, dude. Yeah. So the, you're well, like they, they they want you to be a a, a ten year old man. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a man. You're just, like anything. We if you if you you know uh, complain about anything. Oh, I stop bitching. And then so any kind of emotion is like shut the fuck up. Right. You know. In my case, I joined the Marines, and then they emphasize that shit. Like right. your feelings. Are, oh, yeah. You're a fag. This and this is. So basically, I held a lot of my shit inside. But do you feel like that's uh, that's uh, that's only like a first generation Latino problem? No, because because no. our parents come from Mexico and that's the way Mexicans are, and 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 then like let's just say when you have kids, they're, they're gonna be second generation, and you're not and and you're fucking different than the way your mom is. So you think that's kind of like a first generation? Because I feel like more first-generation Latinos are, are more, like, macho and more of this and more of that. Now, when you trickle down the second generation and third generation, they're different. I think, I used to think like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I started going to AA meetings and all that stuff, I was like, oh, shit. You know, there was people were talking their stories. And I was like, oh, man, you know. And there were white people. Right. And, uh, you know, and we think that white people are have everything fixed and they do everything proper, but no. It, um, and it goes through, it just depends on, um, is it generation? No, I don't think so. No? No, because there's a lot of white guys that are, <laughs> they're in jail for domestic violence, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's uh, generational. I think it's more, better education now, mm-hmm. you know? And it's easy, like, to get on the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry, to get on, on online and look for shit up or fucking... Because it's, I mean... And back then it was harder? It's still hard right now to talk about your feelings. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know all this shit that I know. I learned that shit when I was 36. That's when I started to become sober. 
And I felt like, oh man, I should have known this shit when I was. I stopped growing when I was 21. That's when I started drinking. Right, right. You know, so my behavior was like a 21 year old before. Right. You right. know, I just didn't want to hear shit. And there's people that are still act, they're like in their 40s or 30s or whatever, and they're acting like fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah, guys, what he's trying to say is that you can't fucking. You can't be in your terrible 42s, bro. <laughs> it's terrible yeah, twos, fuckers. If, if you're 42 and playing video games, you know, that's not cute no more, man. Hey, I'm not I'm not 42, <laughs> but I still play video games, though. Yeah, no, it's not cute no more, fool. Hey, it's 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 not cute, bro, but it's it a, was my generation and I fucking like it still, dog. I don't yeah. play as much, but I still play it. You know what I haven't played? The last video game I played was Sega Genesis. But you were were you always were you into it as a kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. But it got too expensive. Couldn't afford that shit. Uh-huh. We were, we bought the Sega Genesis and that's it. Because my parents they, they were gonna buy us video games. Yeah. No, I'm all about <laughs> video games because um, as a kid we uh, of course we couldn't afford it. So now I feel like fuck. Oh. Now that I can afford it, so I like buying my shit. I have everything. I have the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. I have. I have. I mean, I don't play them all, but. I had my little uh, my little switch to take on the road and I played también. Yeah, they Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> going back to uh, what was what was the craziest drinking story that you remember? Just one. One fuck. Let me jingle. Um, I'll I'll start you off. I'll give you mine. I remember when I got my restraining order, bro. <laughs> Good start. I um uh, I. I was drunk and I had it all planned out, bro. I had segunio it, segunio. I had it planned out to stalk my ex. So this was my plan. I said, we were, I was coming back from from a bar or whatever. Maybe maybe it was the Palace in Hollywood, or maybe it was like Char, Charlie's Billiards in Glendale. We used to always go play pool, and I was drunk. And the girl that I stalked, that was my ex back then, she was living in Glendale. And I told them, hey, drop me off, bro. <laughs> drop me off. I'm going to see if she's there. In the voice? Same voice? Huh? In the same voice? In the same voice. Yeah. And they're all like, dude, my friend was all like, I'm going to drop you off in the corner, bro. I don't want to get fucking be part of nothing or whatever. whatever. I'm like, all right. So that fool drops me off. And her car was there. Her car was parked in front of her house. <laughs> and you're terco todavía, güey. You're terco. Maybe she fucking... And she was your ex at the time? She was my oh. ex. We had just broken up. And I said, I said, me terco. I was all like... Maybe she, uh, maybe she went now, but she just didn't take her car. You know, maybe somebody picked her up. Yeah, so maybe somebody fucking picked her up. And I called her cell, you know, I called her house, you know. And I was like, fuck, dog. Like, what do I do? What the fuck do I do? But I was too deep in, dog. <laughs> I was, because when you're in that mode, fool, you want to fucking deliver the fucking, the, the mission, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> So she had a there was a there was a side door to get to the back of her house, and and if you jump the side door, her the window, the first window. To, <laughs> the first, what if you cut the windows? The first window. <laughs> <laughs> the first window, the first window to the left was her room, and I said, "Fuck it, dude! I'm gonna knock on the window." I guess it's that way. And it was late, foolish. It was late. So I jumped a fucking little wall and I fucking knocked on the window, dog. And I go, fuck one more time. 
and I knocked on the window again, and she fucking opened the curtain, dude. She opened the curtain, and I didn't like I didn't I didn't know what to do because I didn't think she was gonna be there, dog. I didn't I didn't think she was gonna be there, so it caught me off guard. Like, what the fuck should I do? So the, my only reaction was to do this to fucking point in my eye and fucking point at her like I'm watching you. So I did that, and she just fucking closed the curtain, and I jumped back. I jumped back outside, <laughs> and I was calling my friends, and I now and I go fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to get fucking home, dog? And then I remember there was a fucking bus that fucking ran down through her street, <laughs> the major street on Glendale Boulevard. I go, I could take this bus because I, I, it ran 24 hours and it'll be closer to walk from my path from there. And that's when she called the cops already. She had called <laughs> the cops already. And I, I don't know shit. So I'm right there at the bus stop, bro. I'm right there at the bus stop. Yeah, I'm waiting for the bus. And I see a fucking cop car come behind me because it was it was by a 7-Eleven. There was a cop car fucking behind me. I didn't think nothing of the fucking cop car. And then another one fucking comes. And then the third one, I go, no, it's three cars. Yeah, I'm going to pass away. And I start looking in the back and then they fucking, they fucking rush me. And I'm like, hey, do you have any identification? And I was like, yeah, what's going on, sir? And they're all like, let me see your ID. Do you have ID or driver's license? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Where do you live at? I go, I live over here and so-and-so and so-and-so. What are you doing waiting for the bus? I go, I'm drunk. I don't want to fucking drive. And I go, oh, you're drunk and you don't want to drive, but you want to be breaking into fucking people's house? <laughs> I, go, I didn't break into nobody's house. And they're like, you didn't break into nobody's house? I go, no, I jumped over a fucking fence, but I didn't break inside. It's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, fool. Keep playing video games, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. And that was my fucking... That wasn't alcohol-related, dude. That was alcohol-related. That's fucking jealousy-related. No, no. I, if I was sober, I wouldn't have done it. Because I never did it when I was sober. <laughs> That's true. You know? Yeah, so that was... Uh, I'm going to blame this shit on the alcohol. And then I was young, dog. You can't... To me... Um, if you stalk someone... I think the, <laughs> the age range... Like, from fucking 18 to 25... Then that's that. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it's it's everybody. Everybody has good, a you know what I mean. Has a stalking story. Everybody, if, if you have if you have a if you stalk a girl or a dude or whatever you want to stalk from 18 to 25, I still think it's it's uh, it's all right. You're not you're not crazy. Yeah, you are. I think when you get a when you get a restraining order in your 40s and 50s, then that, you have a problem, bro. <laughs> you fucking have a problem, dog. Uh, yeah, either one are bad. They're, they're, nah, both, they're, bo- they're both jail time, dude. I think when you do it younger, then it's it's more reasonable. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's true. You know? But, I mean, if you're 40, you're, I'm sure you kept doing it from... You didn't stop. No, I stopped. Right, right, right. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, if you're 40 and you get caught... Uh-huh. That's because... You got away with it. Yeah, you, I mean, that shit started from... At from a young age? Yeah, dude. Right, right. Um... I mean, I had one stalking story. Nah, yeah, I stalked her. No, nah, but she was she was my girlfriend. But that, um, I don't know how the yeah, I was I was drunk too. <laughs> I forgot where the. I was twenty one, I think, and I had I was, a, I was twenty two when that shit happened. I was twenty one, and um, she said she went out to with her friends, right? Uh huh. And she wouldn't answer her phone, and I was like fucking going crazy, right? But the reason I started stalking her and started accusing her of cheating because I was doing the cheating and shit. So, uh-huh. so then, so then I, I I was fucking drunk already and then I had a CRX right and I started driving to you know on the ten freeway going, 
and at the time it was like the um the whole fast and furious shit uh-huh. so like all these cars and it was like one o'clock in the morning right so all these cars like started like racing me right and i'm like no i'm not fucking racing you <laughs> oh they thought you wanted to race yeah they, they wanted me to race them like i'm but i'm already going like 100 miles an hour and uh-huh. shit you wanted to complete the mission. <laughs> yeah. And these, mother- <laughs> these motherfuckers thought that it was like a racing. You know. And I, I got there. But then I, I, I parked like a half a block away. And I was just like doing commando shit. I was like, what am I doing, dude? And you caught yourself? Yeah. I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Dude? Like, this is pretty pathetic. Uh-huh. And, 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 you, and you, didn't, you didn't fucking finish the mission? Oh, yeah. I beat the shit out of her, dude. Nah, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> she called me um, like five o'clock in the morning. I was pissed. I was really pissed off. Uh-huh. But um, you know, uh, yeah, I, the mission was accomplished. As far as like me, I didn't go and break into the, her house or none of that shit. <laughs> uh, so, but that wasn't a, my drunk story. You were sober. I was buzz. Uh-huh. But a drunk story. A drunk story is when. Um, did you tell me one time that fucking uh, maybe uh, um, it's not the maybe I'm, I'm 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 mistaken, but did you tell me one time that you got fucking so drunk that you woke up in someone's office? Oh, <laughs> and someone left you a sign that or, or they let you something a little note that you were drunk. And you I was well, yeah, well that was one of the times. Uh, I was I went out with this chick, right? Mm-hmm. There was a Pomona, and then. We're like, hey, let's go get drinks. So then I go. I, I remember I drove there, and she met me there. And um, so we were drinking shots, shots, and you know. And then I remember saying, okay, this is the last one. And I took the shot. And all I remember was um, I waking up in the corner of um, Wilshire, Wilshire, and Alvarado. In LA. In LA. Uh-huh. And that was in Pomona, right? So I don't have my wallet. I don't have my phone. I don't have shit. Mm-hmm. And I wake up in this um, office, and I—I I didn't even know where I was. First of all, but I saw a Pomona sign, like the peace sign. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, okay, I might be in the character security and all that shit, right?" Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh. then I go outside and I see a mural of uh, Richie Valens, and I'm like, "Where the fuck am I?" So then I go to the other side. There's a mirror of Jaime Escalante. And I'm uh-huh. like, so I go downstairs and I'm like. I go to the corner, I'm like, well, she, I'm Alvarado. how the fuck did I come over here? So then when I woke up prior to that, like there was a sign. We're watching you. We're watching you. And there was cameras everywhere and shit, right? But they gave me a fucking some some Marco blanket and all that stuff. So what do you mean there was a sign? There was a sign right there in the um computer. You know, don't take anything. We're watching you. Like they wrote it for mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Yeah? Like no, you're being watched. Uh-huh. That's what I said. And I didn't know what the fuck, right? And so I got the, at the time, my, ex, my ex-girlfriend called her. Hey, can you come pick me up? She was like, no, I'm at work. Da, da, da. I didn't have no money for So the only player, person that I knew close enough uh-huh. was Shivago. Uh-huh. So I just got my shit and I started walking from from uh, Alvarado, Wilshire Boulevard to Alvarado, all the way to East LA to City of Turn. So is that it? Uh-huh. And then I was like, I was, I was hungover, and I went over there, and um, that one wasn't there. Chicago? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I remember they had a bottle of water there, 
And I was like, fuck. But it, it was already, somebody already drank that shit, right? Right, right. So, but I didn't give a fuck, dude. I was like, fuck. I'm not on my way. And then I was like, how the fuck am I going to get home? Like, if I was not here. So then I, I went to the, Am- the, the Metrolink. Uh-huh. And what I, I we used, well, back when I was a Marine, we used to like, because we, we didn't get paid shit. Uh-huh. So we would go into the restroom and wait there. And that's how we would uh, travel. So I went to the Metrolink, so I, I went straight to the restroom. I didn't have a ticket. Uh-huh. So I get to Pomona, and then that's when the sheriffs come in, and I'm stepping out. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, they come in to ask you for the ticket? Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyways, I went home and all that stuff, and I, I don't have my car. I don't have anything. And then my, my girlfriend at the time, I called her. She's like, you're, you're stupid, motherfucker. Da, 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 da. Well, the guy got my phone. And he called her. He's like, hey, his car's here, this and this and this. So what happened is that uh, I drove home and I fell asleep in the, on the red light. And the guy stopped and he's like, I, don't want, I didn't want him to get a DUI. So he, he got the car, parked it in his house and all that stuff. And he's like, well, he didn't know where to take me. So he took me to where he works at. Wow. A fucking stranger. Yeah. And I was like. But did it, did it scare me enough to stop drinking? No. No? Fuck no. But that's how I got stopped by last DUI. My last DUI was, it was the same way. And have you ever fucking, have you ever fucking thought about going back to that office? No. No, I mean, I mean, when you're drinking, dude, and you, you live that life, you're just... No, but now, now that you're sober. Oh, no, no. No? No. I mean, I thanked him enough at the time. How'd you thank him? Levi, I gave him a hundred bucks, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." And oh, he, but how did you? You had it. Well, you had. They, of course, they they had your number. Right? He had my car. He had my phone. He had everything. So you went back to pick everything up. Yeah, and it was like three blocks from where I live. And the dude that helped you was he Latino? Yeah. 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 Was he straight? Yeah, he was cool. No, was, was he straight? Like, was he? He was straight. Fucking. Like, <laughs> yeah. Heterosexual. Yeah, for, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> My asshole wasn't uh, hurting and oh, shit. Oh, you were fucking, <laughs> you were blacked out, dog. You over you fucking. I'm just saying I woke up with my asshole and t- like tight. It doesn't have to be just an <laughs> asshole, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, so I was just like, damn, dude. But every that shit really scared me, dude. For two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, that that was one of them, dude. There's wow. another. There's another one where like we flew out of. We were driving. In your drunk state of mind, we're in Rialto, and we're partying, and then my friend goes, let's go to Vegas. So we're like, yeah, let's go. So I'm already drinking. And I think at that time, I think I popped, like, a pill they were passing around. I just didn't want to have wake up with a headache, so that's why I took it. So we, I, I drank vodka, and then next thing you know, um, I woke up, and I was like, what the fuck? And I see cops. <laughs> my friend was driving. I wasn't driving, but... What happened is, uh, well, when we got home, when I got home, my, my car was like, the whole side was gone, fool. The whole side was gone. And I didn't even know until I got home, my, you know, my, my mom was like, no, my dad was like, ¿Qué le pasó, carro? what happened to the car? And I went outside, that whole shit was gone. And my friend, what happened is that my friend fell asleep. And when he was driving? On the 15th freeway uh-huh. towards Vegas. And we flew out of the freeway. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. But didn't you get into a car accident before that too? Yeah, that that wasn't alcohol related. No. Oh no, it's 
There was some other time where, I, yeah, I crashed How many my... accidents have you fucking been on, fool? <clears throat> Under the influence? Under the influence. Two. Two. Oh, no, three. Three, three. Three? Yeah. And how many accidents have you been in, not, like, sober? One. Not not sober? Sober. Oh, sober, one. So, three under the influence and then one fucking sober. So, yeah. four altogether. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and which one was your fucking one where, where you said, fuck, I almost died? The sober one. The sober one? Yeah. And that's when you were like in a truck or something, no way? Yeah, I was me and Cisco. There was three. I wasn't driving. I remember I was. I fell asleep, dude. No, I wasn't. I was trying to fall asleep because we had a gig in TJ. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be our first Spanish stand-up comedy show. And I remember it was a 4 by 4 Toyota. And then I was sleeping in the back. I was laying down. And then I go, man, I'm hungry. So I got up. Cisco goes, hey, this food. Boom. And they hit the... Where I was at, I was like, dude, if I didn't wake, if I didn't get up there, dude, that would have been my neck right there, dude, because uh-huh. my neck was right there. So we flipped over, the car was dragging, and I didn't have a seatbelt, of course. You know, Mexicans would think we could stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it, I got it. No me pasa nada, <laughs> so that uh, I landed on the roof, and um, that's when I burned my hands. Like, like oh I, yeah, I burned this and my. Because it was just like, it was, it was flipped over, the roof was flipped over, yeah. so it was just concrete and steel. And you see the sparks, and I burned this, and I couldn't move. <clears throat> and then, um, so we, and I remember I was like, fuck. Uh, uh, I remember, um, this, uh, I remember it stopped, and I remember getting out of the, the window, because the window was broken, and then that's when I saw the freeway coming towards us. But like, and I was like, fuck. And, I, and, and, and it was Cisco and who else? Uh, Edimberto or something like that. And were those fools hurt too? Or, or? I think the guy, the driver, because I, I didn't really know him a lot. So, yeah. But he had a baseball hat, the Dodger baseball hat. Uh. And the, you know, the, the button on top of the hat, uh. it went, it, when he hit the roof, it, it, like, it kind of like, uh, it hit the top of his skull. Uh. But he went blank. He doesn't remember. No? Mm-mm. And then um, Cisco, I don't think he was hurt. He was wearing a seatbelt. Both of them were wearing a seatbelt. Uh-huh. I was the only one who did wasn't. I'm the only one who who um, who wasn't, um, who was taken to the hospital. Fuck. And I remember. <laughs> I'm losing conscience, right? I'm losing conscience. And um, that's when um, I was fucking cold, 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 cold. And um, Cisco was in the ambulance and I... I wanted human touch, like human warmth, like you just want to like something human. And I remember I saw Cisco and I was like, hey, fool. And that's when you were on the floor? I, no, I was in the um, ambulance already. An ambulance, okay. And he was there. And I, was, I, was, I wanted to say, hey, Cisco, hold my hand, right? Uh-huh. But then I go, in my head, I'm like, nah, that's fucking gay. <laughs> Even in your dying death, dude. You're thinking about that shit. So then. what did you tell them? Nothing? No. No. Um, but I, they just, the paramedics just kept telling me to like, hey, stay up, stay up, stay up. And uh, so that was part of the one night. Because even when the fire department and the paramedics got there, they're like, oh, you guys are alive? Because um, they're like, and. Fuck. That's fucking crazy, bro. <clears throat> and with the SUVs, all the, if you don't put your seatbelt on the back, like most out, of them right? fly out. Yeah. So, um, 
that was, I was lucky, dude. And did that other car, did it leave or did it? It just, took off. It took off? Yeah. And they never fucking caught him, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I know of. Right, right. But, um, yeah, that was one of them. Damn, bro. Hey, you remember fucking uh, when um, you came to my pad one time, fool, and um, it was me, <coughs> you, and... Um, Rodrigo, right? Rodrigo. When he called the fucking club and he did the fucking Paulo Francisco voice? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, we went over there, remember? <laughs> what happened, fool? I remember, I remember we were on my pad. We were on my pad. This was like maybe 2004, probably. Oh, you didn't go to the club, huh? Did I go? I don't remember no. the whole story, dog. Okay, he called. I remember he called from my house. Yeah, he's and like, he, he goes, hey, what's up? He did the Paulo Francisco What's up, voice. Lisa? This is so Pablo. So I just want to get a couple of guests up there. But he, he did the really good voice. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, sure, Paolo, blah, blah, blah. So it's two of my friends, you know, Escobar, Alfred Robles, Carlos Loman, Rodrigo Torres. Uh-huh. And um, we, it was the Irvine Improv. And was it Ontario? No. No. Okay, I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was Ontario. No, because we went over there, and then mandamos out, we, we told him, go, fool, go. And then... Um, to Rodrigo? Yeah, we told him, go, go to the box office. So then we went. So then... Uh, He's like, hey, you know, we have tickets here for Pablo. Yeah, I talked to Pablo. It wasn't him. He never called. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're like, corre le way. <laughs> but you, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. I remember the phone call, and I remember us planning it out. But I, from I don't there, think you went. No. No. No, because okay. you said you were. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't think you went. Cause I, I I remember the you and the way he fucking took off from the box office like Ooh. he went running. Yeah, it was like a, a fat chick running away. <laughs> yeah, cause I remember the fucking story, but I just I don't recall what happened. I don't I don't and I thought it was Ontario. I don't I don't remember. If yeah, went, I don't think you went. Dude. No, no. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, so those were the fucking uh, the, the the good old days, though. When when did you start comedy? Food two thousand what? Uh, 2001. 2001, 2001 huh? November 27th. Wow. No, yeah. It was uh, at the Laugh Factory. At the Laugh Factory? Yeah. I started 2002, February. I'm going on my 17th year. No, I have 17. Yeah? It doesn't even sound... No, right? No. Fuck, um, dog. I, f- I feel like... Like, I don't know, dog. Like, sometimes I feel like it went fast, and then sometimes I feel like it didn't. Really? Uh, it went fast, dude. You think so? Yeah, dude. You know, because... Yeah, dude. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that. So those the Wild Coyote days in Montebello, to you, it seems like fucking yesterday? It wasn't felt like yesterday, but it was just... But it doesn't feel like fucking fourteen or 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 fifteen years ago. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. No. Wow. No. I mean, when people say, "Oh, like, like for example, um, what what happened in two thousand nine? Um, what happened ten years ago? I was just thinking about this shit. Well, Michael Jackson died ten years ago, right? And I'm like, damn, that's just ten years ago. I still remember that day, dude. I remember when he died, and I was like. But now that it's coming up, it's like, damn, see, fuck that. No se me hace mucho. No? Mm-mm. Damn, it was 10 years ago because he died in 09, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's when uh, 
That's when um, Kane died too, dog. Oh nine. And I think around the same time, fool. Did he die? Did Michael die like in the summer? He died June twenty fourth, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Kane died in maybe. July, no? Yeah, like a week after, bro. Yeah. And what what year did Rudy Medina die? Another good friend of ours, bro. Oh, sorry. Um, 2010? 2010, yeah. Was it 10? No, 2011, no? I think uh-huh. 2011. I was in 2011. It was 2010. Oh, we were going to 2011. Yeah. Or December. Like the ending of, of two, 2010, huh? Yeah. And you know what, I felt like he was... Um, the last time I saw him, I felt like he was saying his goodbyes. Really? Yeah. Because there was, there was, the last time I saw him was at Gabriel's Christmas party. And I remember when I called him, fool, for some reason, dude, he popped up. And I go, fuck, let me call Rudy and invite him to the fucking party. So I called Rudy and I go, hey, bro, hey, um, what's fucking next week? It's, it's, it's uh, um, Gabriel's Christmas party, bro. Come down. And he kept telling me, are you sure? And I go, yeah, motherfucker. He goes, no, no, no. Are you sure it's okay? And I go, I'm inviting you, fool. He goes, yeah, is Gabriel gonna trip? I go, no, fucking come down. And and those are the and I remember the him telling me, are you sure? Are you sure? And, All right. So he went down, and I remember he stood like, like fucking um, casi to the end, and he he was mingling with everybody, fucking talk to everybody, and he fucking, and everybody that, I mean, we were not family. But, like, this, like, comedians is kind of like families that don't get along. And I felt like he was, like, fucking, that was the circle. Because everybody goes to that comp, to that Gabriel's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And that was his fucking, hey, you know what? I mean, I'm not saying he knew, but kind of like, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody fucking right here. Because he died, like, the next day, dog. No. Yeah. He died, uh, The next day. No. No, he died, uh, 20s. I don't know. <laughs> Um, the 21st? And the Christmas party was the 20th. Really? Yeah, he died the next day, fool. We, okay, well, I remember I seen him. I seen him at the Gareth's party. That was the last time I seen him. That was Tuesday. And I think he died Thursday, maybe. Like, he died, I think he died Wednesday, but it was Thursday morning, probably, because it was, like, late or something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it was Friday morning. Friday morning? Yeah. Okay, maybe Tuesday. I'll, I'll check. Yeah. But, um... Because I did a show with him the f- Friday prior to that. Uh-huh. Before the party. Right. Yeah. That was the last show we did to that. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't a fucking... It wasn't Com- Compton Boulevard. I don't know what the... It was like a mechanic shop, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, so I seen him at the... At the time, I was my, with my Indian chick, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, he was about to hug me, but then... My chick goes, where's the restroom? So I kind of got distracted. So the next day, he's like, man, you know, you didn't even say, you didn't even hug me and all that stuff. And I was like, I was mad at him because it was, it was um, it's petty stuff now you think about it. Mm-hmm. But I was mad at him because he wouldn't put me on the flyer. What? Yeah. I was like, fool, I'm always there. Fool, even when people are flaking on you, I'm always there. And then, you know, he's like, no, I'm going to have a show in Beckersfield. It's going to be. You know, at pizza place, the guy, the Chinese guy is excited and this and this and this. He's I'm gonna put you on the banner. Send me your headshot. And I go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and um Yeah, so anyways, so I that 
That was it. That was it. That was, that was it. That was it. And I said, uh, that was the last time I talked to him. Uh-huh. And then that's when uh, Benny Mena called me. He's like, hey, Rudy passed away. I was like, fuck. I thought he had a, um, a seizure. Yeah, because he was sick, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, damn. You know? and, and the reason why he kept telling me, bro, if, it, if, it was, if I was sure and that it was okay for that food to go, because prior to that, he was at another Christmas party with Jeff Garcia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and somebody invited him and Jeff kicked him out. Yeah. Jeff told fucking Rudy, no, we don't want you or you're not invited or something. So they made that fool leave. So that's why he kept telling me, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm fucking sure, dog. That's fucking scandalous shit, dog. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that day. I got a camera, the last show we did, and I was taking pictures. Uh-huh. And I took pictures. And it's just, it's just weird how stuff happens. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. What, 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 I mean, you went through a lot of shit, bro. You went through a lot of shit. And I just feel that, that the way, I mean, it wasn't your time to die. It wasn't your time to die. And I feel like you found your calling. And that's the reason why God put you here to fucking help other people out. Because, I mean, you've helped me out. You helped me out. And I'm pretty sure you helped other people. And, and, and all the advice that you gave me was good advice. And it, and it worked for me, dog. You know? No. Well, uh, yeah. No, I mean, um, you know what? I, a lot of people took the time to help me. Mm-hmm. And um, so when people are in need, like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind helping them. But also, I don't. I don't want it in return, you know. Um, uh, I've, that's what I've learned in the program and with my relationship with God. And, you know, uh, do things out of your heart, not because you're going to get something out of it, you know. I finally know what love is. I understand how to love a woman now, uh, how to um, appreciate a relationship, uh, even with your friends, like, you know, um, with my friends. Like, I have to maintain that relationship. You know, uh, like, you know, friends between you, I have to, you know, un- being under the influence of being, uh, you know, um, I didn't know how to love. I, I didn't show my, uh, how to uh, appreciate Express people. Yourself and appreciate yeah, you. yeah. So I also, because generational, because of my parents, my, my dad, like, he has no emotion whatsoever, right? But he's very, he has a big heart. Right. Um, I learned that. It's not a. It's not about what you say as either. It's also your actions. Right, your actions right. just speak for itself. Right. Right. You know. So, you know. Um, so I'm just big on that. Like, yeah. I'm. Uh, if I'm gonna say, if I say I'm gonna do something, I'll do it, and I keep my word. Of, you know, I, I don't have to promise nobody. I'll keep my word. Right. Right. So, so I just try to, and those are the stuff that keeps keeps me sober. Just being honest with myself, with people, and. Right. You know, God's gonna take care of me. So, and that's the way um, it should be too. Is fucking when you help someone out or when you're there for someone, you shouldn't keep reminding them, "Oh, I did this for you. I did that for you." You know what I mean? It's because like, you, you, you're doing it for nothing. Then. Yeah, everybody. You know? Yeah, yeah, and um, th- it's easy to throw them in their face, like, "Hey, well, I did." No, but then you you had no good intentions. No, no, you know. But no. um, but also a lot of people, a lot of people, will also won't thank you. But that's okay, you know. Yeah, it's I don't expect anything. It's kind of like, for example, like when you open a door 
for somebody uh-huh. and you get mad because they don't say thanks or anything. Right. He was like, well, what, what did <laughs> you expect this something? You expected a, a thank you or something like that? Like do right, it out of your right, heart, right. you know? And one thing I learned too is that when you, when you do something kind, dude, some people will take notice of it, you know? Um, so it's just kind of like, um, uh, uh, like they, they call it pay, paying forward. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it might uh, you might not see the good stuff, but you might impact somebody else's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, uh, th- that's what the program teaches teaches me. And also, I mean, just you know, like <laughs> I learned that everything, everything we put value on things. Mm-hmm. That's an expensive ass car, but the shit that was given for us was free. We'd take it for granted. We, but those are the most valuable things, like the car is thirty thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars, whatever the fuck. But the relationship with your mom, it was given to you for free, so you don't really appreciate. It. You know the relationship with your um, brother. You know that was free, but we don't take it for. You know what's crazy about you know what they should do. They should put like. Uh... Like in like in all the shit that's bad for you, and there's just alcohol, drugs, and just like cars, expensive shit. Cause that's a bunch of shit a lot of people want, and they lose a lot of people getting all that shit. Mm-hmm. And instead of putting the price, put like how many people you lose. <laughs> well, D.L. Hughley, remember in Kings of Comedy at the end of the the things they they he's like, I don't give a fuck. Name your price. Uh-huh. Be a comedian, but name your price, because you will pay your dues. Yeah. And you know, price we think about money and all that stuff, but right. mean, uh, price means a broken relationship. Yeah. A broken, you yeah. know, whatever, dude. And I never thought about it when I was younger, but now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You, they should put instead of the price, you should put like a, a chick, a fucking older person, a baby, and fucking <laughs> a job right there. Like, are you gonna lose all this, motherfucker? Instead of fucking putting the price, it'll make you fucking double think shit. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, those big ass rims that you bought. Yeah, yeah, you know. But you live in an apartment and shit. Hey, Carlos, thank you for uh, for doing my fucking podcast, bro. And I appreciate everything that you've done for me. And uh, you're 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 one of my I could call you a close fucking friend. And uh, make sure you guys catch Carlos uh, Carlos Loma and everything, right? Yeah, Carlos Loma, everything. Carlos Loma Chronicles, Carlos Loma. And you could catch his um, his um, his podcast, Carlos Loma Chronicles, on YouTube, Facebook, and then on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow Carlos Carlos Loma and Carlos Loma Chronicles. Chronicles. All the way, gracias, way. Rams, go Rams, baby! Look at my cat, I got scared, bro. <laughs>